0: This is Sophie Lawson from SophieLawson.com, and this is episode 5 of the So Free Art Podcast, which is a little podcast I do each week about art and things. And this one's going to be another one that's more about the things. It's so cold at the moment that I'm actually recording this podcast in bed, <laughs> so I'm nice and cosy. So let's get into episode 5 of the So Free Art Podcast, which is all about self-doubt. It was going to be about the 13.30 painting challenge, which finished yesterday, and I was going to talk about some of the things I learned and how I found painting, but I started recording it yesterday, and I got hit with this really insane self-doubt, and it put me off being able to do the podcast so then I slept on it and I thought I'll record it again tomorrow I'll do it again tomorrow but then when I was at work this morning I started thinking why not do a podcast about the (laughs) self-doubt so this podcast is going to be all about self-doubt I'm not sure where it's going to go but it might be a bit chaotic this one (laughs) because I'm just going to basically go into my head and say things I've got I've got some notes on paper, so I've got sort of a structure. But what I've noticed is that self doubt is like so many of my ideas that I've got are currently like they're stuck in limbo, like they're stuck on my whiteboard, not doing anything because I've got so much self doubt that I can't start them. Even like this podcast, I wanted to do a podcast years ago, but I had so much self doubt, and it was only like a month a couple of months ago that I decided to ignore the self-doubt and start the podcast but every single episode I've posted so far I have had so much self-doubt during the recording and it does get to a point where sometimes you think I can't I can't keep doing this so because one of the things about self-doubt with me is because I've got like um, some issues with my voice sometimes I'll say something and my voice will crack and so I will find myself repeating the same line so when I go onto the computer it takes me like an hour to edit out all of the bits of my voice cracking Um so there's part of me that's like do you know what just leave the voice cracking bits in there <laughs> but then there's this other bit that doesn't want to do that it wants to try to minimize the cracking <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense but um, what I've noticed, because this this thing I've got with my my th- throat, I'm convinced ninety percent of it is mental. And uh, if you have, if you believe that the voice is going to be nice and clear, it will be nice and clear. But what I've noticed is, the minute I start putting my attention on my throat, um, that's when it starts cracking up. So recording a podcast like this, if I start getting a bit nervous or anxious my voice will get worse and so then it starts becoming this really vicious cycle where the voice gets worse so it cracks up so then you start expecting it to crack up so it starts cracking up more so that's one thing but I think I can get over that it's just a case of um meditating on it I think and just getting into a positive place with the throat but other than that there's other things like um when i started doing the painting challenge podcast when i started doing that i was talking about like each thing i did like abstract painting still lifes and stuff and i started thinking a voice in my head started saying what you're saying is pointless and all these really negative things and i couldn't sort of stop it and then with that i also had the voice say, um i also had the voice in my head saying your voice isn't good enough Which was making my voice worse. And so it just got really quite bad. And it is all mental though. I can see that. So I think it's a positive in a weird way. Because I think self-doubt is telling you something. And I think what it was telling me was that I'm not quite ready to do a podcast on the painting. Because I think that one I need to plan it out. So I'm actually going to do that next week. And so in a weird way there was something positive out of it. And I think this podcast might be good if nothing else, just for me to talk to myself, to sort of understand that self doubt isn't necessarily a bad thing. And I'll describe that in a minute. But um some of the things that are really causing me a lot of self doubt at the minute are with this podcast, I really want to what I would really like to do is bring, in, bring into the podcast things about my transgender journey. I'm not sure at the minute whether I want to do two podcasts or one. And I could either do two podcasts, which would be this art one, and another one about like transgender stuff. My head says it is best to have two podcasts, but there is still part of me that wants to have one. And I don't know if that's self-doubt. Or if that is just um, a sensible thing. So that one I'm still trying to work out. And it's the same thing with my Instagram. Is like I've got an Instagram account which has got my photos where I'm posing. And also my art. And I still wonder whether I should have a dedicated art feed and a personal one. More about my transition. So even that I'm still trying to work that one out. In terms of self-doubt. The main things at the minute are, I I have this um, idea for a little, like, art course. It would be sort of run by my character, little Sophie. And it would just be a fun little art course, covering the real basics of drawing, and how anyone can basically start drawing. So, in my head, it looks really good, and I really want to do that. But there's so much self-doubt saying stuff like you're who are you to do a course like that so again I'm also battling with that one um and there's just tons of little things like that and then in my personal life I've got self doubt because I'm I've done my transition in terms of I've changed my name I go to art class as me and but the one thing I'm struggling with is going to work and there's a lot of self-doubt about going to work in the clothes that I want to wear. I mean that's just a couple of examples, but I've noticed that there's self-doubt everywhere and it's holding me back for quite a lot of things. But then what I do realize is that I think um self-doubt is always going to be there when you're doing something out of your comfort zone. So this is why I think self-doubt is kind of a positive thing because I think self-doubt means Firstly, I think it means you care. Because if you didn't care about what you were doing, you wouldn't have any self-doubt, because like sometimes the self-doubt is, I'm not good enough to do this, what are people going to think of me, stuff like that. But if you didn't care about um, what you were doing, you wouldn't have any self-doubt. So in that way, I think self-doubt is kind of good, <laughs> because it means you, you do care. But the main thing, I think, is that Um, self-doubt means you're you're not playing it safe you're actually pushing yourself to try to do things and it like i've been thinking about this a lot and i think self-doubt is coming from like a place of fear and then the opposite of self-doubt is action and it's the action that's coming from a place of love so i think in a weird way self-doubt is kind of like fear versus love which is something that I've noticed everything is about. It seems like the entire universe is about love versus fear. And because I spoke about lucid dreaming in episode two, and I've been, I've had about another four or five lucid dreams since. And what started happening is I've started trying to overcome some of my lifelong sort of fears. Um... And anxieties and stuff. And they are starting to manifest in my dreams as quite sort of scary things. So in my dreams now, I'm having to be fearless. I'm having to face my fears. And this is actually something uh, Robert Wagner, who is a, like a lucid dream expert. He he, dis, he did say that um, to be a good lucid dreamer, you have to be fearless. And I'm really beginning to understand that. So in the lucid dream world, I've noticed that it seems to be love versus fear. And if you, because what happens is um, some of the dream characters in the dream, they seem to be more real than real, which I spoke about before. And so say you have a, a, say you're having a dream of somebody's chasing you. Right. That person who's chasing you, you could look at them as a manifestation of fear. So you can, either, you can either let the fear win by running away or waking up. But if you become lucid, you can actually let love win by facing the fear, by turning around and facing the fear and like either understanding, asking it what it wants or just sending it, sending it a load of love. And what will happen is, so this is how it's love versus fear. What will happen is if you turn around and give the fear love, which is very scary, it's quite hard to do because you are scared. So you're having to be fearless. You're having to do something that's uncomfortable, which is exactly what self-doubt is all about. It's about taking action when you feel uncomfortable. So this is how I think lucid dreaming is kind of telling me and I think it's telling everyone that when you're scared, um, it, I guess in a weird way, it's okay to feel the fear. <laughs> feel the fear, I like that. It's okay to feel the fear as long as you don't let it stop you taking action. And so, like, an example is I had a dream two nights ago, and in this dream, there was. Um, I was playing with my sister. And then suddenly she sh- she shout- shouted. <laughs> suddenly she sh- shout she shouted out. <laughs> she sells she sells on the sea shore. <laughs> suddenly she shouted out. That's quite hard to say. <laughs> so I was playing with my sister, and suddenly she sou- sh- Oh God! <laughs> suddenly she shouted out. <laughs> suddenly she yelled out. Um, dead body. She said there's a dead body. So in the dream I, th- I thought, what? Um, and I turned around and in the sky was this man. I think it was a man. It was just a figure on a bicycle riding around with a dead body on the front of his bike. <laughs> I mean, it's very weird. And the the dead body was like um, bits of like rotting flesh and that were coming off the bicycle. And me and my sister had been playing on this bank like a big grassy area and it was full of people and when everyone saw this dead body everyone just got up and started I think everyone was just really scared but the weird thing is in the dream I wasn't scared I just kept saying to my sister um this means something scary is going to come or something like that and then I woke up and so I wasn't that scared in the dream it was only once I woke up that I started thinking about it. I started to get scared. And for about 10 minutes, I put the light on and I was gonna go back to bed with the light on. And then I sort of thought to myself, if I, go to, if I keep the light on, that kind of means I'm letting the fear win. So I'm take, what I'm doing at the moment is, everything that happens in my dreams, I'm trying my absolute best to sort of analyze it and have it improve my waking life. So, what I did was, instead of going back to sleep, I just got up and I started writing. Um, I actually started doing something called automatic writing, and I put links in the show notes to anything I talk about, but Michael Sandler from InspireNationShow.com, they've just launched an automatic writing course, and so I signed up to that, and what automatic writing is, is you basically get a piece of paper and a pen and you sort of write, say you've got something you want to, um, you're struggling with, like say for instance you want to, what's an example, well I'll give the example that I had here, so the example I had is fear, I wanted to understand what fear was, so I got a piece of paper what you do with automatic writing is you get you ask a question which you want an answer to but you're struggling to work it out and then you, you just let the pen almost write on its own and you don't think about what you're writing you just keep writing and what happens is it's very strange but in a weird in a way it's as if your subconscious starts writing through the pen you start getting really amazing insights into whatever you're struggling with so automatic writing is, is very powerful um, and I've only just started doing it but I can already see it's really powerful and I think combined with lucid dreaming it could be very sort of healing and therapeutic <laughs> but so what I did was instead of going back to sleep I I sat up and I wrote what is fear and I did like about five minutes of automatic writing and I was able to understand I sort of got to a place where I understood that fear is all in the mind and that there is really nothing to be afraid of. So then once I'd done that, I put, I turned the light off and went back to sleep. And even though I was still slightly on edge, because I didn't want to see that bloke again, because <laughs> it was really scary, and I ended up um, lying in bed and saying to myself, I want to see that man again. <laughs> like, I want to see him and I'm going to ask him what he's what he's like doing here and this is where it's quite amazing i went back to sleep and one minute before my alarm went off this um, bloke showed up in my dream and the minute he showed up i became lucid and i knew that because i had said to myself if i see him again i'm gonna i know i'm dreaming and i want to speak to him so in the dream i was sat on a little wooden bench and when he showed up, I jumped over the bench and ran over to him, and as I ran over to him, um, half of his face was like um, burnt as if and it looked quite evil, but he had this really nice warm smile, and I wanted to hug him, <laughs> but he he pulled away as if to say, "You can't hug me," uh, which was a bit weird, but he allowed me to shake his hand, and then instead of riding a bicycle, he had been pushing like a little pram. So, and I knew, somehow I knew that he was going to give me a gift. But I was quite, I was a little bit scared because obviously I didn't know what to expect. So I turned around to this pram and it was like an old Victorian pram. And so I'm slightly not sure if, I'm gonna, if he's going to scare me or something. <laughs> and I've got to, I'm doing this all consciously because I'm self-aware in the dream. I had to pull back the covers of the pram. And like there could have been anything there, like a dead body or something. (laughs) But as I pulled it back, it looked like there was nothing there. And finally I saw that there was this little plastic bag. So I picked up this bag and I started unwrapping the bag. And inside the bag was a silver leaf with the sun, moon and star. A symbol of the sun, moon and star. And it was... The the silver leaf was the top of a fishing hook. So it was basically a a silver fishing hook with a symbol of the sun, moon and star. But there was also a little silver robin on the fishing hook. And um, the robin is my spirit animal. So the minute I saw that, I just, inside of the dream, I burst into tears. Because I was so, like, um, emotionally happy. Because... In a way, I I'd I'd felt to myself, you know, instead of being scared of this man, I went over to him. And he could have done anything, he could have scared me. But he brought me this gift with a robin, which is my spirit animal. Which, the robin to me means hope and just anything positive. That's what the robin, like, symbolises to me. And so, I was so happy in this dream that I woke up and I was crying in the real world. And then I did some more automatic writing about the dream. And that's when I started to realise that you have to face the fear. And if you face the fear, you're always rewarded with like, love. Overwhelming love. So I'm going to try to use that with this self-doubt. To realise that self-doubt, I think it is just part of the process. Um, And I think if you're going to be doing anything... Where you're trying to like, um, where you're facing your fears or trying to achieve something, I think you have to accept self-doubt is going to be part of it. So I've started thinking, what if you could actually spin it around and have it so that self-doubt isn't something that like um, sabotages you, but it's actually something that you almost in a like this is sort of a paradox what if you could get to a place where you actually want self-doubt because you could spin it and see it as a sign that you're pushing yourself and so in a weird way you could i i'm going to try and see self-doubt as like a a dream figure in a dream because robert wagner he always says go towards the energy um which means if you're in a if you're in a lucid dream if you're aware and you're in a dream. And there's something in the dream which is, for instance, let's say it's very scary. That's That to him has a lot of energy. So he says, always go towards the energy, even if it's scary. So I'm going to try and have self-doubt be like, like a dream character and say, I'm going to go towards the self-doubt. And I think what could happen is if you go towards the self-doubt, instead of letting it sabotage you and stop you doing things if you can go towards self-doubt with love I think it would actually help you achieve whatever you want to do <laughs> so I, I don't know if that makes sense but that's what I'm thinking it's kind of like a paradox because it means you have to it means you're going to end up loving self-doubt which doesn't seem right because <laughs> in, in a weird way you don't want self-doubt I'm going to try and spin it so that I do want self-doubt um, and the good thing about that is it would mean if you could get to a place where you actually enjoy self-doubt you would end up doing loads of more things which have self-doubt and self-doubt is always with the things that are going to make you a better person or a better artist or whatever so in a weird way if you can <laughs> I think it's I think this is going to be quite funny because you're going to end up having a life full of self-doubt but enjoying the self-doubt because you're going to end up getting the rewards of feeling the love from facing the fear of the self-doubt, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And something with the painting challenge is, it did show me that like this is all mental because before I started the challenge um, I had a lot of fear about painting because I've never really done it before, and I also one of the one of the um like little goals that I put into the challenge wasn't just painting every day, it was also um like putting my paintings onto Facebook and Twitter and stuff and onto the website, so it was like I had to publicly put my paintings out there even when I knew they were not gonna be that good because I've only just started so I don't really know what I'm doing. Because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. When you're doing a challenge like this and putting out work every single day, um, it means you're putting out imperfect work. What's really good about putting out imperfect work is you realize that um, it doesn't matter. Like Nobody actually cares if what you put out isn't very good and when you realize that nobody else cares it means you don't care but it doesn't mean you don't start it doesn't mean you start putting out rubbish work <laughs> it just means you don't sit there for like 5 hours trying to do trying to make something perfect when it's good enough i guess that's it you end up realizing that you can just put stuff out that is good enough <laughs> and you don't even need to put it out but i guess putting it out there is is a good way to prove to yourself that it doesn't matter and this podcast actually started because of that because last year I did a 75 day digital painting challenge and that one again I, I said oh, I have to put something out every day and so some of the things I put, put out in that challenge were not very good to be honest but when I realized that it was okay to put out imperfect work I then thought well why not start the podcast? <laughs> because if I hadn't have done... I think if I hadn't have done that painting challenge... I would have never put the podcast out... Because I would have kept holding on... Until I think I could have made the podcast perfect... But I, I feel like that would never happen... So it would never exist... And again, like I said at the very beginning... Something else I've noticed is... If you put something out that's good enough... And you keep putting something out that's good enough... Like in the end, that good enough will be a lot better than what the perfect would have been at the start, if that makes sense. <laughs> so in a weird way, by putting things out that's good enough, you do sort of end up putting out things that are perfect. I like that. I think that's quite good. So I guess the main thing I'm learning at the moment is I'm just becoming aware of self-doubt and trying to work out what it is. I'm trying to make friends with the self-doubt and I'm also getting into the habit of putting out things which aren't perfect and I think this is going to help me with my YouTube channel because I haven't put any videos on YouTube for about a couple of years and it wasn't just because of my um, transitioning it was also because I thought the videos won't be good enough So I'm going to end up being able to do my YouTube videos now as well. And I'll make them good enough. (laughs) And in the end they should be a lot better. So if there was anything to take away from this episode. um, I think it would be that self-doubt is fear. And the way to deal with self-doubt is to give it love. Which is action. (laughs) So it's, it's a case of taking action even when you have the self-doubt, and by doing that, the self-doubt will turn into love and then everyone's happy. (laughs) I hope it makes sense. I'm going to keep thinking about this and I'll probably do some automatic writing about self-doubt. Because what I do at the moment is I do about 30 minutes of automatic writing every morning. And I think what I might do tomorrow morning is do some automatic writing on self-doubt and i'll see what comes up with that but i hope you enjoyed this podcast and you can find show notes and stuff on the website at sofreeart.com and i'll put a link in there to i'll put a link in there to the inspire nation show automatic writing course I think it worked out at about 30 pounds, and that's for lifetime access. They have a 30-day challenge. They have um, well, there's tons of videos um, breaking everything down into simple steps. They include meditations, uh, binaural, binaural beats, which helps you focus, and you also get access to the private Facebook group, which I'm in there as well. So. We could all say hello. <laughs> and they also have uh, a live call-in where you can actually ask questions and Michael and Jessica will answer your questions. So I think for £30, it's absolutely amazing. And I've been doing it for about seven days so far. And I've, like I said, I've already had some amazing insights and it's incredibly powerful. And I think if you could, if you could bring it into your daily routine like if you, the first thing you do when you wake up is that yeah, i think you would really improve your life so i would definitely recommend having a look at that and i'll try to link to robert wagner's website because he i've i've been consuming his videos lately and like he's the lucid dreaming expert and i've just purchased his book which is lucid dreaming gateway to the inner self uh one of my absolute dreams, I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you a secret now. One of my absolute dreams would be in the future to believe in myself enough to actually interview Robert Wagner on this podcast because I would love to ask him about lucid dreaming and ask him, because he talks quite a lot sometimes about um, creativity and dreams and I think I would love to talk to him about creativity like how artists use lucid dreaming to help them but also things like to help with uh, gender issues and stuff like that so that's a dream at the minute I, I definitely couldn't be interviewing somebody but the, the fact that it's in my head now I'm going to have to find a way to become like brave enough to, to ask him if he would do that and he seems like a really nice person who's like he's he's appeared on so many podcasts and he's always he always gives like everything he has and he seems like a really nice person so I think I think he would say yes if I asked <laughs> but we'll have to wait and see on that one so I'll give a link to his website and anything else I think about I'll put in the show notes but you can find me at sophielawson.com find me on twitter at sophie art, and on instagram at sophie.lawson and i think that is it i hope you enjoyed this show this week's quote i've wrote it down on a piece of paper and it is from jameston frank and the quote is our greatest battles are those with our own minds, Jason Frank. Deep breath and begin. Hello, this is, no.